0: Good morning, everybody. Today's DAF is Nazir daf Chavdal. We are holding out the mission on the top of daf Chavdal. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, and honor of driving children, and Lila Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha, Shalom. Also sponsored by Zecher Nishmas, my grandfather, uh, Moshe Dov ben David Zatzal, also sponsored in honor of the yard site of Yehudis Bas Shimshon by her grandchildren. It is also sponsored with the for Shlema, for our good friend Jeff Ganelis, Shmaryo ben Rezel, Shoshana Miriam, Yishlav for Shlema, Besoch, Shar, Chola, Yisrael, also sponsored by Shragi Brill in gratitude for the Rachamei Shamayim Hashem's mercy and the Zchusr for Shlema, for Leia Peril, Bas Esther Rivka. Uh, she should continue to feel good. So uh, what we're going to discuss today is as follows: the mission is going to talk about what happens if a uh, woman became a nazira and then she was mafresh her karbanos and then the husband was made for the nazirus. So what happens to all those karbanos? She's not a nazira anymore. She doesn't need to bring them, but they already have kedusha of karbanos. So that's going to be the discussion in the mission of the gemara is going to talk about in general: does a husband have to pay for his wife's karbanos? Where does she get the? animals? Is it her own uh, animals or not? Or are they? Uh, do, do, is that something that a husband is obligated to pay for? It turns out that it's a makhlokas, so the Gemara is going to discuss which side of that machlokes our Mishnah is assuming. Uh, do, are, is the Mishnah assuming that a husband always is obligated to pay for his wife's karbonos or not? Then the Gemara Anaman Bez is going to talk about how can a married woman ever own a karbon? There's a klal, kol kan si isha kan abayla, that when a, when a couple is married, whatever she owns he owns. So how could it be that she ever independently owns the uh, animals for the carbonus? The Gemara is going to suggest two possible ways. Then the Gemara is going to have four uh, specific examples or cases where the Shalmei Nazir, nazir are brought without the lachme Nazir, without that element of the Karban. What, the reason we bring this up over here is because one of them is our example, the case where a woman who has been mafresh Karbanos of Nazirus, and then it turns out she's not a Nazir because the husband was made for her Nazirus. So then you don't bring the lachme Nazir even though you're the Shalmei Nazir. So we're going to have that and three more examples. Then the Gemara is going to suggest wh- why are we only bringing four? It seems that there's even a fifth example of where we bring the Shalmei Nazir and not the lach minazir, And the Gemara is going to explain that, uh, why that, exa- that fifth example did not make the list. So let's begin at the Mishnah. On the top of Chavdal Ramalal. So again, we're the Mishnah is going to talk about a Nazira who is mafrish karbanos in order to be makr of them at the conclusion of her Nazirus, and then the husband was made for the Nazirus. So, Yisha Shanadra azir. a woman, was makabel Nazirus, and she designated karbanos that she would need to bring when she concludes her Nazirus. And then the husband was made for the Nazirus. So, what do you do with those karbanos, with those animals? shalom if the animals that she was mafrish belong to the husband so then they have no kedushah whatsoever they're absolutely chulin so let the behemoth go out with all the other animals and let it uh, go into the, the rest of the flock because uh, the Baal is makina to his wife uh, from his own money only something that she actually needs but something that she doesn't need he's not going to be makina to her so since the husband was made for the Nazirus and she no longer needs karbanos of Nazirus, so uh, he's not makina those behemoths to her, for her to be maktish them. So it turns out, she was maktish that don't belong to her. I can't go be maktish things that don't belong to me. If I'm maktish things that don't belong to me, there's no din of Hagdish. The Hagdish is not chal at all. So these animals are chulin, and that's why you don't have to worry about them whatsoever. That's if the animals belong to him, because we assume he would never be her those animals. But If the animal actually belonged to her the, the, that she was mafresh from her own mammon, so then the chatas. There's nothing you could do with because she has to bring the karbonos, uh, because uh, since she was mechuyeves to bring karbonos for the time that she was in a zira. So they're not going to go and become chulin, but you can't be makr of the carbon chatas because there's no uh, Bailim that's able to be makr of them because the woman is no longer chayiv in a carbon chatas. So you can't bring a carbon chatas without a Bailim, That's how Tos and the Rush and Rush and Rashi Menachos. That's how they all, uh, they all explain this line of the Gemara and it would turn out that you would not need uh, it, so, so I'm sorry that, that's how uh, that, that, that's, that, that's the simple uh, reading of the Mishnah again that the reason it's is because the kedusha of the animal is uh, it, it happened because it belonged to her and she had every right to be Maktush the animal but there's no avenue through which to be makarved as a carbon, there is no such thing as a chatos nedava, So there is nothing else she could do with it other than uh, just let it die. There is no takana. There is no. Uh, there is no way to rectify the situation. If you recall, we learned this line in the Mishnah a couple of da'pim ago because we had on daf chaf The Gemara raised the suffolk, whether bal or a or bal megas that when a husband is made for his wife's. Nidarim, his wife's nazirus. Is it that he uproots it meikarot and that uh, it never existed, or is it only megas gaius that he cuts it off mikanu laaba? So the Gemara brought our Mishnah uh, to be, to bring a raya that bal megas gaius, because otherwise, why would the chatos be tamus, the nazirus be nekar the Haktosha abehema would turn out to be a hakdoshah and uh, therefore you'd be allowed to let the animal just be a regular animal; it wouldn't be kadosh at all if it was meikar No. Oh, must be that uh, the Akdash of the Behema was real because the Nazirus was real and it just got cut off in the middle. And the Gemara rejected the Raya and said, No, even if bal or Aker, the Chatos is going to be Tamus because uh, the Mishnah holds that Lazar Kapar that the Nazir is called the Chote because he's Mitzaharatz Momenayahin. So, since in a certain sense she's a Chote anyway, so therefore it's not considered a Chote, oh, but you can't bring the Chatos because she's not much to bring the carbon. So it's like a Chath where Baileha, uh, where, where it's lo uh, Takana, it's and you just have to let it die. So Tolsos writes over here that even though the husband is made for the Naziros, the Chathos is uh, since it's, it's like a Chath HaShemesu Baileha, that's lo Takana. So Kiva and the Karanora explain that Tolsos is going within the opinion that Baal Akar, the Fi Tzad, that Baal Neyakar's Gaius, you don't need to come on to that husband. That the chatos is like a chatos The reason is because uh, the, uh, the the the, uh, the, the, the uh, it, it still has a shame chatos because the nazirus was not in his bata lemafraya. So uh, you have to there's a chi of chatos for the time that she was in Nazira um, until the husband was made for that Naziros. But you can't bring the chatas, because right now you, you don't bring a carbon for a chatzi naziro's. So Rekivega points out that whole line of Tosos, where Tosos says, oh, even though the husband was made for the Nazira, but the chatas is still going to be Thomas, because it's like a chatas Shemesu is only within the Tzad of Meyakar Akar. If you hold megas Gaius, you don't need to give such a Hezber. Then uh, you're going to say Khatas Thomas, because it has kedushas chatas, because she Really was a nizira. You can't bring it as a chatas because you can't bring a chatas on a chatzin nazirus on a partial nazirus. You can only bring a chatas when they were, when the full of nazirus was observed. So anyway. If the animal was hers, the Mishnah says, the chatos is going to be Thomas. The ola is brought like a regular carbon ola because it has Kedusha's ola and Shlamim, and the Shlamim is brought as a carbon Shlamim. It has Kedusha Shlamim. So the ola and Shlamim, you could be Makrev even if there's no bilem. And therefore, you're back of them for what they were originally designated uh, as an ola and as a shlamin. And you're allowed to eat them for one day and one night like shalmei nazir, and not like a regular shlamin. Regular shlamin you'd be allowed to eat for two days and one night shalmei nazir are more limited you're only allowed to eat it for one day and one night why are you limited to one day and one night because when the woman was makdish this shlamim it was for the sake of shalmei nazir which is supposed to be for one day and one night so you need to uh be knowing all of the chumros of a shalmei nazir so even though we treat it like shalmei nazir as far as the time frame within which you're supposed to eat it but it's not fully treated like Shalmei Nazir. Uh, when it comes to the Lechem that normally goes along with the Shalmei Nazir, this carbon Shalom does not require the Lechem that a Nazir brings with the Shalom because the Lechemi Nazir, it says and over here, there is no Nazir. The woman's not a Nazira anymore. The husband was Mayfer, her Nazira. So there's no uh, way to fulfill and therefore you don't bring the lechem. At all, and that's what uh, the Rishonim, the Rov Rishonim, point out over here. That's what the Rambam passes as well. You do not bring it at all. The re is quoted in the Rush that says that uh, by uh, Shalmi Nazir. That are shechted shalokim mitzvasan that ain't doing lechem. It means you don't have to fulfill the mitzvah of tanufa, but you do need to bring the uh, the, the. You do need to, to bring the lechem. So not every case that we're going to say that uh, that there are no lechem nazir doesn't mean that there's no lechem. It could be that they, some in some cases there is lechem. You just don't do the uh, mitzvah with the lechem of the tanufa that the Torah tells us you're supposed to do simply because you don't have a nazir upon which to uh, to do it. So. If you're makdish, Tulsa's points out over here as well that if uh, she was ready maktish the lechem, so the hektish is chal, and she needs to be poded to that lechem, meaning we're just saying over here that you don't do the lechem because there's no nazirah, so there's nothing you'll be able to do with the lechem anyway. Yeah, and what if she was already maktish the lechem, so now what do you do with that bread? So, okay, it, it is kadosh, you need to be poded to it, and even if the husband is oker, the neder may ikaro, even if y'all balmeyakar akar, you need pidyon because of gzera, that people might say that hektish went out without any pidyon, that hektish was yotzeh luchulin. Without, uh, without any pidyon, That's what uh, Tosus points out. And she's able to be opposed to them because uh, they don't have Kedush saguf until you Shech the Karban. So since you didn't yet get to Shech the Karban, there is no Kadush saguf. So w- what what the Mishnah taught us is, how do I deal with the Shlomim that she had designated? Well, as far as the carbon itself, you could still bring it as a shlom even though she's not a Nazira. But as far as the differences between a regular Shlomim and Shlomim Nazir, so we need to be machmir in both directions. She'll only be able to eat. There are two differences in Mishnah highlights. The amount of time you can eat it within. Okay, you got to be machmir that it's like Shalmei Nazir in that regard. One day, one night and whether there's a Lachmei Nazir, Lachmei Shlamim, the, the, the lechem that goes along with the Shlamim, so that we're going to be machmir, not bring it at all, because there is no Nazir to, uh, to to bring the lechem on, or to wave the lechem on. Now there is another difference between Shalmei Nazir and other Shlamim. By Shalmei Nazir we're Mevashel, the Zroa of the Karban, and then we wave it together with the lechem and the other Matanos, and only the Kohen is allowed to eat it. By other Shlamim, the Zroa is eaten by the owner and it's uh, and and it has the same din as the whole rest of the uh the karban. It's only the chaza and the shok that are given to the to the kohain. So the Gemara days and later in Thresdaf, Legabe the Shlomim that Vasan, when you have a shlom that shalol shalolishmah that's shechted, shechted improperly, the uh, Bryce is gonna tell us that there's no zroah. But over here, when we talk about this case, where a woman uh, had her Nazirus become Hufar uh, after she, before she brought her Karbanos, it doesn't tell us what to do with the Zroa. It tells us about the Lechem, it tells us about the Zmanachila, but it doesn't tell us how we treat the Zroa. So Tulsus over here, in Debra HaShlam says... The zroa is Kedosha and it's an the lekohanim and uh, by shlamishanish tushalot kum zvasan the din is the same and the Bryce is just telling us that you just aren't mainif the zroa because there's no nazir to be mainif just like by the lechem there's no lechem uh, there's no nazir to be mainif the lechem the lechem on Aye, but by the lechem it's not kadosh at all and the zroa we're saying is kadosh because uh, the uh, it's a chelik of the goof of the korban meaning zroa is a part of the animal's body so of course it's going Be Kadosh. The whole animal is Kadosh. Uh, So it has the din of a Shalminazir. So that's how Tosos uh, understands. Okay, Victor in the Mishnah. Let's say she doesn't yet have animals that she had purchased for her karbanos, but she had designated money for the sake of purchasing animals for her carbonos. but it's stupid. She didn't say which money is going to be used to pay for which karban. So, yiplul the nedava, let all of the money go to pay for olas nedava. But most, for Russian, but if she had designated particular monies, this money is for the chatos, this is for the shlamim, this is for the ola, so then you have to uh, be loyal to what that money is designated for. to chatos, yelchul yama the money designated for the khatas, you have to throw in the Amamelech to be destroyed as so no one ever gets hana from them. There's always a big discussion whenever we say yelchul the Yamamelech, big discussion Sharum and Achronim dafka? Is it dafka Yamel? Can you flush it down the toilet? Can you destroy it in some other way? Uh, what if you don't live anywhere near the Yamamelech, right? Is it, uh, it Yamelech yame or just to make sure that no one is ever able to get Hanah from it? So, uh, but the bottom line is that you get rid of it. The dmei chatas, no one should ever be able to use. Lo Nenin. you not let the, 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 the money is asr ba'hano'a midir abonon, we assume, us right, uh, that uh, the, the, there are in the states that say it's Nisra'an la but eisa, uh, but over here is so it's Lo Nen and in Behen, and if you do get hana from them, it's not considered Meila Behengdish, because in Parshas Meila it says Kote Hashem. These dmechatos or the yolchiyam are not Kotche Hashem. They're like, uh, the, and the, 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 so that's as far as the dmechatos. Dme ola. What do you do with the money that was designated for the carbon ola? You have you ola, bring in ola nadvah, n- 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 and since you're buying a carbon ola and you're makravid, it's uh, fully Hegdish. umol in behen. And if you get hana from from them, you're in violation of miila Hegdish what do you do with the money that you had designated, that she had designated for the carbon shlamim? you shlamim, let her bring a carbon shlamim, shalmei nedada, and it will be eaten for only one day, like shalmei nazir, and not like a regular shlamim that's eaten for two days and one night, lechem, and you don't bring the lechem that every nazir would normally bring together with the shlamim, because there is no nazir upon which to put the lechem, and it says, al kapei nazir, so, uh, and there's no mi'ila on such money, because even the behemah shlamim, there's no meila before the Adam, so it doesn't even need to mention that there's no meila, because even if you had the animal itself, there would be no meila until after the Ezrikah Sadam. so all of this if it, is, if it was her money if it was his money, and the husband was me'fir so all the money becomes chulin just like in the case of the risha. it's just that the Tanah Tos points out, the Tanah doesn't have to mention that right, meaning the, the Rasha spoke about there were animals that were designated for the Karbanos, so we made a distinction Who bought those animals? Did the husband buy those animals or did she buy those animals? So uh, then in the Sefer, we say, there's money designated, but no animals bought yet. So we don't make that, we don't explicitly state that same distinction. Well, whose money is it? Is it her money or is it his money? So the Toast points out, the reason we don't explicitly state that distinction is because it's obvious that uh, this uh, whole complicated story of what to do with the money, if it's stuman and it's Mufrashen, that's all if it's her money. If it's his money, then it's going to be much simpler just like if it were his animals it was much simpler in the, uh, in the resha so now the Gemara discusses uh, is our Mishnah assuming like one side or another in a machlokas about a husband's obligation to pay for his wife's karbanos so man tana debal mishtabida who is the tana of our Mishnah who seems to assume that a husband doesn't have to pay for his wife's karbanos um, and therefore there's a chilik between the behemos that a woman was, ma- or mafresh, was mafresh for her own Karbanos, if the husband was made for her naziros, that if the behemos were his, uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the 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 biyotzi and if they were hers, then they're not yotzi luchulin. So Rav Chista, rabbanan, here, Rav Chista says our is assuming like the rabbanan, who hold that a husband is not meshubad to bring the karbanos uh, to bring his wife's karbanos, and therefore if she was mafresh uh, his behemos, and then he was made for the uh, nadar, the behemos are chulin. These al kataytuk, as if you're going to assume Rabbi. Yehuda, he, you're going to assume like Rabbi Yehuda, who we're going to soon see holds that a husband is meshuba to bring his wife's korbanos to pay for his wife's korbanos. So then, amai. Why would we say that if the behemoth was his, that the is that it's that it becomes chulin? The husband was mishubat for his wife's karbanos so there should be no chilek. Whether it was his carbon whether he paid for it or she paid for it, even if he paid for it, there was no toes over here. There was no. Uh, uh, there, there was. Uh, there was no. Oh, he wouldn't have wanted. No, he's obligated to pay for it the same way she's obligated. To the same way a normal person is obligated to bring their own karbanos He's obligated to bring his wife's Some So. May we wouldn't say to, beider, it should have full kadusha, so it must be, says the says Rav Chista, that our mission is assuming like the sheet of the Rabbanon, and that's why there's such a big difference if she paid if she designated the Kabbalah, if, the, if they were his animals, or if they were her animals, because if they were his animals, he had no obligation to do that. Uh, so that's that's what we must be assuming. So the Gemara brings this Machlokas that we just referred to between Rabbi Huda and Rabbanan. The Machlokas Tanayim comes up in the context, the following context. What happens if you have a woman who's chai a carbon all of the yoreid? Carbon all of the yoreid is, uh, by definition, means that depending on how wealthy a person is, it's a different uh, type of carbon that they're going to bring. If the chote is an Ashir, they bring a Behema. If they're an ani, they bring an oaf. And if they're even poorer than that, then they just bring a mincha. So like, for example, a metzorah has to bring a la'atza, la asham a keves and a kivsa l'chatas. If he's He's an Ani, Kevis Yashem, and Shne Torim or Shne Beneona. For the Ola and the Chatos. Or, for example, a Yoledes brings a Kevas the If she's an Ania, she brings a Benyona or a Tor and a Tamisha Chal Kodesh or someone who's Nicholas Mikdash bishogig Nishbal L'Shaker bishogig, All of these cases, you have a carbon Olaviorid. So, what happens if the woman uh, has no money independent, no independent money of her own? Uh, the husband has plenty of money and she is Chayav a carbon. So, does she bring, uh, and it's a carbon Olaviorid, so does she bring a a rich person's carbon because her husband's a billionaire, or does she bring a poor person's carbon because she has no money? You know, she married a billionaire, there were and lawyers up there, you know, like uh, she's got nothing. she got as long as she's married to him, she's living the life, you know, but she's got she's got nothing. So what do we do? So Ditanya, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with Rabbanan and say that a person could bring a carbon ani for his wife, and Rabbi Yehuda says, no, Other may be carbon ashir al-Ishto. If the man is an ashir, he brings a carbon ashir al ishto if she's kind of a carbon al he cannot say she's got no money, she's an Aniya, let her bring carbon ani. The and a person has to bring according to Rabbi Yehuda, all of the karbanos that his wife is chayevus to bring, he's got to pay for because the husband is meshuba to his wife to bring all of her karbanos Because he writes to, that's one of the things he obligates himself to in the ksuba. He writes to min that any all the achrayos of all of your chavos are going to be a lie. Are going to be my responsibility to pay even those chavos that were there from before we ever got married. I'm going to pay off, and the karbanos that she's uh, chayevus are included in those Chovos. So when our mission says that the husband is not Meshubah to pay for his wife's Karbanos, we must be assuming not like Rabbi Yehuda because Rabbi Yehuda thinks that uh, he is Meshubah to pay. For his uh, for his wife's kabbalas, it's just like a different way of thinking about. I mean, we think of like wealth as a, as within a family, right? That when it comes to a family, so the family is wealthy. Uh, but halachically, it's not really the way uh, the way it works, right? The man could be well, children, for example. All children are aniyim. so it's a big question. Whenever you promise your child something, it's not a neder It could take on a uh, a, a greater sort of a kasha. The Gemara says in the end of Masechah Sukkah that you shouldn't promise something to your kid uh, and then not deliver. Uh, because then limbmdu the Shannam dava Shehar you're going to teach them to speak sheker, if you're not, meaning you have to teach honesty, so uh, you shouldn't. Uh, you should uh, if you if you're saying you say you do something, you got to do it, uh, even when dealing with uh, with a young child. Uh, so it's a chinuch thing. The the gemara says so. Rav Chaim says, forget about a chinuch thing. You just made a neddel The kid, you know, the kid is poor, so uh, so it's a neddel tzdaka. Uh, you promised him a lollipop, so yeah. But when you give an ani a lollipop, that's also stuck So uh, so that's uh, it's an interesting way of thinking about things. So anyway, so Rav Amar, Rav says, I feel Rabbi even our Mishnah could even be going like Rabbi Yehuda. And it's not a kasha. Why if the husband is mefer uh, her neder, the zeros that, uh, the, the, that, that uh, the, the, the behema is tetzivitir be'eder? Because even according to Rabbi Yehuda, that he's obligated to pay for her kabanos, yeah, he's Meshubah to pay for Karbanos when she needs to bring Karbanos. But to but something that she doesn't need, he's not Meshubah to pay for. And over here, the husband was made for the Naziros. Turns out she doesn't need to bring Karbanos. So he's not Meshubah to pay for Karbanos. He's not Makna any behemos to her. So if the behemos were his, they go out with Because it turns out, it turns out that uh, she was Maknish Behemoth that didn't belong to her because the husband was never Makna this to her for something that's not needed. Amri, some report the Machlokas between Ravchisa and Rava in a different way. That mantana, who's the Tana that holds in, uh, the din that we learned in our Mishnah? Am Ravchisa Rab Yehudihi. The Ravchisa says the opposite. Not that it's Rabbanonhi, that it's Rabi Yehudihi who holds that the husband is Meshubah to pay for his wife's karbanos. And that's why if the behema belonged to the husband and he uh, was not made for the Naziros, so the behema would be kadosh, who would because... Uh, he is obligated to pay for it and uh, but if he is made for the naziris it goes out because, like the svarah that we just said but now we're saying it within Rav Chista, he's only, to, he's only to pay for things that she actually needs to do but something that she doesn't need he's not to pay for so since he was made for, for her it turns out she doesn't need to bring karbanos and he was not to her but it cannot be going like the Rabbanan. In this version, of Chistah saying our Mishnah can't be like the Rabbanan. Di'i Rabbanan, because if we're going to explain that our Mishnah is going even like the Chachamim, who say that a husband has no obligation to pay for his wife's karbanos, lo the husband is not m'shubat to his wife as, at all as far as her karbanos. So the behema doesn't have kedusha, whether the husband was made for the nazirus or whether he was not made for the Naziris, because she was maktash behema that didn't belong to her. Meaning, what was the, uh, the what, what did our Mishnah imply? Our Mishnah Said that if the husband was made for the nazirus, then the behema goes out lechulim. But the clear implication is, and if he wasn't, and the nazirus was still in place, and it was his behema, so good. So then it's a perfectly fine carbon. So it says according to the Rabbanon, it shouldn't be right. It shouldn't be uh, a perfectly uh, a perfectly fine fine carbon because uh, it, he had no obligation to pay for that. So she just she can't just go be ma- uh, makdish his animals. So we, even if uh, he wasn't made for it, wouldn't be. a uh, a karban. Well, how we can explain the Mishnah that if he's not made for that, uh, she she's able to bring karbanos from his behemoth that it must be that he, was, he gave her a matana from his own behemoth so uh, and have and, and, and once he was makna behemoth to her it turns out that the behemoth belonged to her entirely so the din should be that if the husband is made for the chatos is tamos like the second din in the Mishnah when it belongs to her meaning the only way she would ever be able to use the husband's kobanos in the first place according to the Rabbanan, is if the husband gave it to her as a gift well if the husband gave those kobanos to her as a gift Guess what? They're hers. So then the rules should be whatever the rules are when the husband's, made, if he's made for the Naziris, the rules should be whatever the rules are when he's made for the Naziris, and the animals were hers the whole time. There wouldn't be this distinction. Oh, if the behemoths were his, then they're chul, and if the behemoths were hers. No, because if the behemoths were his, they, then either they'd be nothing, and there would be no discussion to begin with, and even if the husband wasn't made for, there would be no kadusha. Or he was makna them to her, and then they're hers. They're not his. So there is no middle case of beimus that belong to him. Where if the Nazirus was still in place, they would be karbanos. But now that he was mayfair so now they're they There wouldn't be such a thing according to uh, to, to the rabbanan. Because the only way she's going to ever have these animals is if he's makna them. To her. The Rosh points out, what do we mean that he's makna them to her? Not that he's makna them to her the Nazirus because uh, if that's the case, he would never be able to be made for later on because if he's makna her animals the Nazirus, that's a kiyum of the Nazirus. And once he was makayim her the Nazirus, He's not going to be able to be Mefir, the Nether and But he was Machner of these as a gift. So uh, Rava Amar, Rava says, No, I feel the Our Mishnah could even be going like the Sheet of the Rabbanan. And we're talking about a case where he was her, of from his flock. I, we said then, uh, then, then if the husband was Mefir, uh, the halacha should be that it's Tamus, because if he was Machner to her, it's hers, and she had every right to give it Kedusha and everything else. So why do we say that it becomes Chulin if he's Mefir? for the neder, even when he's makinah it to her as a gift, it's only because he's under the impression that she needs it. But if she doesn't need it, then he's not really being makinah it to her. So since he was made for her neder, it turns out she doesn't really need it for her karbanos, and therefore the hakna'a was not a hakna'a, and that's why the behemoth will go out l'chulin. So when the husband, when she uses the husband's karban, so so long as she's still in the zira, and he was not made for the neder, yeah, it's going to have the full kadusha, because he was makne it to her. But if he's made for the nazirus, then it turns out the ma'freya he was never makne it to her because he was only makne if she needs it. But by being made for, he's making it that she no longer needs it. So those are two versions of this discussion between Rav Chista and Rava, whether our Mishnah must be assuming like one of these shittos between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbanon. Rabbi Yudha who holds that husband has to pay for his wife's karbanos. who holds that husband does not have to pay for his wife's karbanos. So now we move on so he said that if the Bahima belonged to the wife then uh, the, and, and then the husband was made for the naziris. so the Khatas has to be left to die and the Ola has to be brought as an Allah and the Shlom is brought as an Ola. so it says Matziah's question he Minala, How does she ever own animals? Ha'amrit, Don't we have a rule, the din, that whatever belongs to the woman, her ma'asiyadayim, that she's uh, she receives from uh, or any anything she receives as a gift from other people, everything belongs to the uh, to the husband. The din, mashkanzi yishakan sabayla. Uh, the oracle points out you see from, from the gemara's kasha that it must be a dindar raisa the ritva in Mesech's kiddushin says that it's only a takana midir because uh, it, the, the oracle in points out if we're only midir then what's the gemara's kasha the Gemara, meaning uh, we're talking on a raisa, midar raisa the name belongs to her so uh, it's a, if it's a chatos, it has to die because midar raisa, it's a chatos. So it must be that Mashkansi Shakansa is the Din And the Gemara is saying, well, how do you ever have a case then where it belongs to her and therefore the Chatas is Mesa? It would never belong to her on a Daraisa level. So the Gemara says there are two ways that it could belong to her. Number one, Amraph Papa meisasa. Husband gave her an allowance, he gave her money to use for whatever she needs on a daily basis and uh, he assumes that she's going to go out for coffee with her friends every morning, that she's going to you know, spend a certain amount of money, and she's much more frugal than that. She manages to put away money each and every day from whatever allowance uh, that she, that she gets. And uh, in that way, she saves up enough money. Now she buys a behemoth with that money. So there you have an example of something that uh, could be that uh, that the behemoth belongs to her and not to the husband. That's how Tulsus and the Rush explain the outline of the Gemara. The Mefarish says that it could be that the case is not that he's giving her a but the husband gave a third party money to pay for his wife's grocery bills, to pay for the Mizonos Ishto and the extra money that she didn't use up can be used to uh, to buy a behema. Okay, but Tosas raises the question that the Gemara Masechus Ksubus tells us that Moser mazonos is Labal. Whatever is left over from the money he sets aside for her Mizonos goes back to him. So uh, even if she was Kimsa, even if she uh, was being frugal and she saved some money, L'chorid should go back to him. So Tosas gives two answers. Number one, Tosas says that we're talking about a case where the baal said to the wife, maisi that your Adayim should belong to you, and in exchange for that, I'm not going to have to give you your mazonos. And the woman agreed. And in such a case, certainly, uh, whatever is left over from her Adayim belongs to her. Maybe there's dinner of most of mazonos when the husband is the one giving the mazonos to the isha. So most of mazonos goes to the baal. But if they arranged a deal where the Mizonos is not, he's not going to be providing her Mizonos and she's not going to be giving him her Mycidaeum. She's going to keep her Mycidaeum. So whatever's left over extra for Mycidaeum, that for sure she gets to keep and a second tarantz also says in the name of the Ram that the din that most of Mazonos goes to the husband is only when they set a certain amount for her Mazonos and then the Mazonos was cheaper so therefore there's extra meaning they assumed a certain rate of inflation and then there was deflation so it uh, turns out everything was as if that ever happened then there was the prices went down and then uh, it turns out that there was extra money because things weren't as expensive as they were supposed to be but over here we're not talking about where money uh, gains more more value over here, we're talking about that the woman was just she ate less. She just uh, she was being more frugal. That kind of most that that belongs to her. So the zfasemus points out that it could be that when the, the Mefarish writes that the Baal gave Mo, Mos to Ushlish, it's really assuming like the second answer of, uh, of Tosos. Okay, so those are the two, the two ways, uh, the, the, the two answers of Tosos of how it could be that, uh, that she has leftover money from what was designated for her Mizonos and that that actually belongs to her. But that's that's one way that she could own money. The second way she can have her own, her own money to buy karbanas with, v'ibay La de'akli la'akhir va'amar la'almanashe in the bayi l'chrusho Ban. Someone else is makna at her and tells her, I'm giving this to you, only almanas, that your husband has no rights in it. So uh, since the whole kingdom is only almanas, that the husband shouldn't uh, have any rights in it, so then she is the sole owner of that. So this whole discussion is that, uh, that, that in our sujah, that any woman, any karbanas that a woman the husband is going to bring for her that everything is uh, really on the husband because she doesn't really have any of her own money and we have like these rare cases like two-way of how she could have her, her own money to take care of her karbanos. But women are of all the time. So the assumption is that in the standard case, it's always somehow or another coming from him. It's always he's taking care of her mitzvos. So there is a discussion in Poskim when it comes to other mitzvos that seem to be mitzvos in all of Klal Yisrael, but they take money. So uh, what, what are a husband's responsibilities? So particularly in Hilchus Purim, which we're well within Shloshim Yom right now, so we can uh, talk about for a minute, the Magen Avram writes in Simon Rech Sadi that uh, women tend not to send Mishlach Manos to their own friends. There's some on the husband who's, uh, the, you know, who, who's sending Mishloch Manos for her. And he says that it's not correct. A woman should send her own Mishlach Manos. He says that I've seen, I, I see that people don't do it, but a woman has her own obligation in the midst of the Purim, Manos is one of them. So the Prim-Goddom writes that a married woman, Roshos Baila Aleha, but uh, Mughan Avram's comment is well taken when you're talking about an almano or a basula, talking about someone who's uh, unmarried, someone who's single. Well, well, well received, but as far as a married woman, it would not apply. The Mishabura, however, and the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch, passing like the Magen that a woman should always give Mishlach Manos. Kav Chaim says that uh, a woman could ask Roshos from, from her husband, that he should be Moshel, so that she could send Mishlach Manos. And he says uh, another way to be mikhaim the Mitzvah. Um, of, uh, he has other suggestions of how to be mikhaim the Mitzvah, of having her own money. In Matanos of the Rosh HaShulchan writes in Chiddush, that Ish Ishto are both Yotzei with Shnei Matanos, because they're Guf Echad. But Bno Ubito that some Somech HaShulchanah, they have to give bifnei uh, They have to give on their on their on their own. In uh, in in Sefer Orchos Rabbanim, they say that the stipler was mezaka money aliydei acher for his wife, for his daughter. Uh, his daughter was almana and they were and and uh, he would give it for them. Meaning he would be mezaka the money to them, and then serve as a shliach to uh, to uh, to, uh, to to give their uh, their their So uh, they do have all of these mitzvot, even if techni- You know, te- you have to work around the technical. Technicality of where do, they, where, where do they have money from. Okay, so now another situation where a woman has, uh, w- I'm sorry, another viter uh, in the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said shlomim t- tikariv shlomim. That the old is brought as an older, the shlomim is brought as a shlomim, but the shlomim is only eaten for one day, and it doesn't require lechem. So is that the only case where you're have a carbon shlomim that does not, uh, the shalmi nazir, that don't have lachme nazir? So shmuel ihi lo al-kareich don't sit down until you tell me the following thing. There are four examples of uh, the uh, the Nazir that don't require Lachmei Nazir. And they are Shalom, Shalom, Shalachamis, Shalachar Kapara. What on earth does that mean? What are these four examples? So one of them we know. Shalah, Hadam The case of Shalah is what we were just talking about. That the woman was mafrish her own for her own karbon, and then the husband was made for the Nazirus. So you're the ayil as a shlamin, but you don't bring the lach nazir with it. Okay, that's one example. What are the other three? Shalah, the case of Shalah, is a mission we're going to have in Dav Chavches. That we're going to see that a man has the ability to make his his ben katan a nazir he could be madir his ben to become a nazir by saying bini nazir uh, isha b'na nazir but a woman cannot do the same to her son so uh, so in, even if the father's madir nazir there are cases where the nazir is going to become where the nazirus is going to become batel if gilach if the son uh, took a haircut and through that he's showing that he's not interested in being a nazir or uh, relatives were Magalayachim and they're, they're being megala. They don't want to be. A, 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 they, they're, they're not interested in uh, the, the son being a nazir. Micha, where the son makes a macha explicitly. I don't want this. Or relatives say that they don't want the son to be a uh, to be a nazir. I think they say that uh, the the nazir, of Kuk's talmud, the the, the nazir um, uh, who who is the father of Rav Chaya of who just passed away a couple of years ago. Um, that he was madar Shayash Khan as a child to be in Nazir also, but he was made a macha. They said that the Nazi was always disappointed in his child. He knew Gantz, Shas, palta he, uh, he was always disappointed that he didn't live up to the same level of precious and kedusha and whatever. So, uh, so anyway, so Oshomichu, uh, Krovim. So the Krovim make a cha. if there was most Tumen, that were designated for the Kabbalists, he didn't say which Kabbalists they were to be designated for. Yipul and Adava, you bring all the money for Kabbalists and Adava. Most for Russian, but if there was money that was designated... For particular cabal. So Dmehatas Yalfam Malach, the May Oli Yavi Rolam, Dme Shlomim, Ya Viv Shlamim, and Khalin Tulakem. So there you have it, the Dme Shlam are brought as Kab Shlam, they can be eaten for only one day and Ainan lechem. So that's the case of shalom. Okay, Shalakhramisa minolan. Where do we know this din the third case that uh, that you bring in the ayel of a nazir after the Misa of the Nazir, but it doesn't require Lachem. Titanya Hamafishmo, someone who designates money, Linazirus, for the cabal. And the zeros, lo nanin, lo bad. You know, I'll let it get out from them. And there's no isra me'ila, Because you could buy carbon slum with all of the money, meaning you find a big fat behema, uh, and uh, the uh, and you can use all the money for the carbon shlamin. And the other kabanos, you'll use other monies to buy. Because you never said that this money is to be for a chattas or for an ola. And for the shlamin, there's no me'ila before the Zvikasadan. Me's, if the nazir dies, and he had money that was stuman Designated for cabanos, yippel the dava, let it call the most mufurashan, but if he had money, that was Mufurashan designated for particular cabanos. So Demechatos, you'll look the Yamelech, Lonenin, Velomalin. Temechatos, you throw in the Yamamelech, and you're not allowed to get enough from it, but it's not an is a mielah. Dameola, you you bring as a commonola. Umolin ben, and it is subject to mielah. Dame shlamim you've ushlom. Dame shlamim you'll bring it as common slamim, nechol in the and it's gonna be eaten for one day, but vein at nulachem that it doesn't require. Less. And then the fourth example. Shalachar kapara. A nazir's and uh, the aisle got lost, so he brought a substitute animal in its place, and then they found the first one. So svaru. Uh, so that's a Svara That uh, that uh, because shalachar misa matam kapara. Why is it shalachar uh, misa? You don't bring the the lechem because it's not right for kapara anymore because the guy died. Well, kapara kapara. You know what else? You can't have a kapara when he. Already had a kapara, so says Mar D'Suleka. Are there no other examples? I could think of one more. Vayika, there's another example called Shalme Nazir. If you shachtl Shalme Nazir shalol l'shma, you shachtl l'shem a different carbon. So it's kosher as Shalme Nadava, but it doesn't count toward his chiyuv. And you don't need the lechem of the zrawa. So there's another example of Shalme Nazir that don't have lechem Nazir. So it says, why did that not make the list? Because we're only listing on the uh, things that were done, but if you did it, it's not going to make the list because we're not talking about cases where you did something wrong, where you shakted a carbon, shalom, sham, a carbon, the shame, a different carbon. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up at the two dots at the very bottom of the page. Have a great day, everyone.